So, South Africa has a darts champion, not just a local one, but someone who's making it on the world stage. 34-year-old UK-based Devin Peterson stunning the darts world with victory at the German Darts Championship and in the process becoming the first African to win a professional darts corporation title. But what's a man from Mitchell's Plain in Cape Town doing, living in West Yorkshire of all places? <laughs> it's all part of dreams and sacrifices and, and kind of just a pathway to finding one's end goal, if you must call it that. Not end goal, but goal in a sense. Um, growing up, my parents, or my dad used to play and his brothers and, and father used to play as well. So generational kind of dark family in a sense. And yeah, I, I kind of worked on my on my craft, um, going through the ranks from the amateur playing in the local teams um, in Mitchell's Plain and then finding myself in the board level representing Mitchell's Plain at the board level and then uh, getting selected for Western Province, then South Africa, and then finally making it to the the Q school in a sense, which is similar to what you have in the, on the PGA Tour where you, you kind of have to be in the top echelon of the rankings to actually get a tour card to permit you to play on the tour. And now I find myself as a professional player, a dart player nonetheless. So let's go all the way back to the beginning. You mentioned uh, you learned uh, from your dad and, and other relatives, Devin. Was it, was it a question of literally in, at home or in pubs or where kind of the grounding, when did you first throw a dart and where? Um, uh, in, our, in our family, every, every household or, or every cousin or uncle has a dartboard at their house. So whenever you're visiting, there's always a dartboard available and, and, and at our household, there's, my dad used to play uh, competitively and quite good as well. Um, so there was always a dartboard in the home. Uh, we used to practice every day uh, with my older brothers. Um, but I wasn't allowed. When, he's fr- when their friends came over, I wasn't allowed to be in the room. Um, so, yeah, I used to get, like, the, the odd, like, off, after school kind of practice. And when they come home, we sometimes we'll practice. But, yeah, it was, um, it was something that was just always around in our family. But never... Never, anybody's never, nobody's actually taken it obviously professional because at that time it wasn't seen as a, as a profession in a sense. But obviously as the years went on, um, the, the PDC escalated it to another, another monster as it is now and, and a global, a global sport, uh, recognized globally, if I must call it that. And yeah, now, now I, I get the opportunity to travel the world and, and playing a sport I love. So before we get into, to what you do as a professional, you know, darts player, a pro, darts player um just how big is the sport sort of professionally or semi-professionally in south africa it's massive though i mean um professionally it's obviously it's 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 still growing in a sense but if you look at the amateur sport the darts of africa um amateur side of it i mean there's i think there's probably over six thousand members registered members um nationally and then you have the the odd garage player as well which is which is kind of see they don't obviously register um so you don't have those numbers but i know the sport of of darts is played um across across south africa in different garages as well so yeah i think the the the, the level the standard that we have that is registered members uh the players that i used to play against they they definitely can stand uh stand tall in, in the UK and on the professional circuit is just having that opportunity to come here. So from an organization point of view, though, is there, is there much in the way of an offering for, for professional darts players in South Africa? Are there tournaments uh, that they can compete in, or is that the difference and that hence why you, you, you headed to the UK? 
So yeah, the the level of competition. I mean, most of it is local, locally based because uh, the the size of South Africa and logistical nightmare it would have to compete um, week in week out like we do over here in the UK. Um, but yeah, the, the the level itself and the competitions that they have. We have one nationals in South Africa, and then you have like the weekly um, local tour, or local leagues, and then from there you have the weekend tournaments. And yeah, so. If you're talking about standard, it was it was you have to come to the UK if you want to play at the professional standard. I have started a a last man standing um, darts events or events um, company um, yeah. that will then kind of give up players opportunity to qualify for professional events like the World Champs and the World Cup, which is coming up now in the next few weeks. And yeah, that that's kind of the stepping stone in creating a league environment where we can. Mm kind of emulate exactly what happens over in the UK and then give the players in South Africa a taste of it so that when they do actually make the transition to becoming a professional, it's not kind of um, something that's unknown leap. in a sense. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so they, we, 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 we're moving slowly towards that, but I think the, my, my pockets are not that deep at the moment um, yeah. or as it is so because it's all self-funded and it's, it's tough for, for us to get any sponsorship because obviously they don't see darts as a viable marketing opportunity yet in South Africa. So, yeah, and, and then I'll be launching the, jar, the, the, the Junior Darts Corporation in 2021, which will allow school-going kids to actually join the, the Devon Peterson Darts Academy. And then, obviously, we'll hone their skills and then, hopefully get a few talented youngsters coming over to compete at the professional level. So your ties with uh, South Africa, Devon, are still strong. I mean, you've been, uh, when did you first uh, move to the UK and make, and make the leap to try and have a crack on the, on the Pro Tour there? It was back in 2010 when I, when I made the leap over. Um, it's been a, a, a slog um, since then. And obviously coming over here, you need to come on a visitor sports visa before we could get a tier two visa and so on. So there's a loads of, of obstacles in the way. And, and I kind of just fought through all of that. Um, but yeah, like you say, the roots are still strong. I still believe that South Africa can be or Africa can be a dominant force in the sport itself. Um, I'm a lone representative of the continent in, in the professional field. But I think that there's loads of talent that exists. Um, and yeah, I mean, the likes of this, there's loads of kids coming through as well. Yeah. Um, even in Mitchell's Plain. Uh, I know of a few kids that are that are on 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 path on the pathway to becoming professional level, and and I think that at a young age we can hone the skills. So yeah, I think that there's 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 loads of there's loads of opportunity, and 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 we're moving forward like that. I mean, we can cultivate it in a in a great sense. Now, if you go back to 2010, 10 years ago, you would have been roughly 24. Give me a sense of what those early days on on trying to have a go at uh, being being a pro in the UK was like. I think it's the, like I started playing darts when I was around about 18, 17, 18, like at the amateur because my dad wouldn't allow me to play if I didn't pass my metric. Uh, like most parents are like you can't, they, they put obstacles, not obstacles, but kind of you need to achieve something to, yeah. to to make it worth your while in a sense. And then, which I'm, I'm quite grateful for. And then when I started playing, I, I quickly realized that I was quite good at the game. Uh, those through the ranks within the local leagues and then competing against the best players in South Africa because they played in our local leagues, which kind of gave me a stepping stone to compete against. When you're competing against the best, you know exactly what kind of level you need to be after yeah. if you don't want to continue losing every week. So it, it helped me in my game, um, the likes of Charles Losper, Walid Clayton, and so on and so forth. And then I then moved on when when getting to that stage, um, four years down the line, I rose to where I was uh, selected for the World Cup team for South Africa. 
and he represented my, my, my country uh, for the Protea Colors in the African Cup of Nations, if you must call it that. I won all the tournaments there and all the tournaments in that year. I, I kind of cleaned up. So I knew that my, my leap to the next level was, was to become a professional. Um, it was still a pipeline dream. And then I just kind of, I was a, a retail uh, banking consultant at that time. And then I just said, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to go for my goals. And I can, I can always come back to South Africa if I needed to work. And then I, I jumped the uh, ship and, and went over to the UK. Once I got here, um, obviously, it's, it's quite tough. I played in the World Champs in 2010 back end. I won my, my prelim game, then I lost to, I think it was could have been in the world number 12, which was a, a battle, but I, I showed a lot of strength and obviously um, taking the first set off from him. And then I, I realized very quickly that I can become a professional. It's just going to take a lot of hard work and adjusting because obviously cultures differ and, and obviously not having anybody that you know around you. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was a continuous struggle, but um, uh, great, great memories obviously made on the, on the pathway and many more memories to be made. Now, have you had to, in the past 10 years, had to hold down another job um, or have you been full-time in darts? Full-time in darts. You're not allowed to work in the, in the UK uh, based on the visa that I had. Yeah. So, yeah, everything had to be from because you obviously only you get money from sponsorships, you get money from um, your winnings. So yeah, it's it's basically a pay as you, per, or yeah, you earn as you as you perform basically. So basically, as performance bonuses all the time. So if you're not performing, if you're not winning games, you're not going to have any food to eat. So I mean, there's there's no other uh, motivational or better motivational factor than to put food on the table and a roof over your head. So yeah, it, it may be quite strenuous, but. I think um, persevering and pushing through um, made it all worthwhile and all those struggles back then now look so sweet because I'm, I'm actually reaping the rewards right now. And your decision to, to, to base yourself in, in Bradford in Yorkshire, Devon, any significance or with regards to that? Yeah, a, a friend of mine, Joe Cullen, um, I give him as my brother now, um, we've, we've kind of made a... a we've, we signed, I signed up with his management in, when, I, when I just came over and he was based in Bradford, and we, we had an immediate connection. He was a young buck coming through, but really a quality player. And his family is based in Bradford, and I quickly attached myself to his family to kind of give myself the family feel that I have in South Africa, and they made me feel welcome. Um, Joe Cullen now is currently in the top 20 of the world uh, players. And, yeah, I just learned a lot from him, and, and kind of he's, he's helped me through all of this and then also Bradford because um, our, our tour our, our, our like if you call it our pro tour uh, that we play in uh, almost every bi-weekly is in a sense uh, is based in Barnsley which is 20 minutes away so for travel yeah. instances it's, it's quite easy to to kind of navigate and there's there's an airport close by there's a, um, a train station that takes you anywhere and then obviously I drive as well so yeah I think just commute is easy um, the lifestyle is is not similar because uh, it's very village mentality um, in yeah. Bradford itself because it's not a massive place and it's not a massive like Cape Town kind of vibe. But yeah, everything else, I mean, it's quite central to everything and, and you're not um, more than three hours away from a beach. So it's not bad. And life in the UK and life in, in Bradford, you've obviously adapted to it. And, I, and I've seen a couple of interviews of yours. Uh, it's no doubt you picked up some of the accent as well. Um, you are comfortable <laughs> with, with life in Yorkshire? Yeah, I think um, the people are fantastic. I mean, especially up north, everybody quite friendly. Um, I think it's because of the South African um, kind of roots in a sense. And people, when they hear you from South Africa, 
they're either welcoming you with open arms. So, um, yeah, and the accent only comes on or when you're conversating with them because ultimately when you speak like a normal South African with an accent, then they always want you to repeat what you said. And, <laughs> and I got quite uh, I was yeah. quite uh, fed up with, with repeating myself. So, yeah, um, I, I just kind of to uh, just change the twang a bit and, and they kind of understand it. So, yeah, that's that's where the, but when I go back to South Africa, it is polite Africa and, and, and English. So yeah, I, I yeah, the people in South Africa they always pull my leg and say, yeah, you got an accent now. But when I get home, they know that it's still me. <laughs> and uh, and the work with Sky Sports. So I see you you're a pundit uh, on, on their darts offerings. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, commentary, uh, commentator, pundit, uh, presenter. So yeah, it's it's been fantastic. I mean, these are all the things, the hard work, building a profile in the career. And they just emailed me and asked uh, whether I would want to be part of their team, the Sky Sports Darts team, which is fantastic for me. Um, it means that there's a constant um, representation of Africa and South Africa on TV. And I, I, I enjoy that role as well because it just gives me a, a deeper look in the analysis of the game. Um, it's something that players don't actually look at and I look at it now quite intensively. And yeah, but but... A lot of the times now, um, where I find myself higher up in the rankings, I'm playing in all of the tournaments now, so it's harder for me. I, I, I don't, I can't commentate and play, so most of the time I'll be playing. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm still part of, of the Sky Sports team. Well, I wanted to ask you that. So, what? Uh, give me a sense of what the the win in the in the German Darts Championship has meant for you. I know there was a twenty five thousand pound winner's check, but what does it mean for your career from a world ranking point of view and qualifying for certain tournaments? So it's it's probably especially with it being Corona, so, uh, the pandemic and the lockdowns and all of those things. So our season has been kind of compacted to um, a lot less tournaments. So me performing in that gave me kind of an advantage, um, if I call it an unfair advantage for everybody else, because I put in the hard work obviously, and now I'm reaping the rewards. But on a ranking perspective, I flew to I think I'm, I'm currently ranked uh, 42nd in the world. Um, and that's moved me up. I think I was ranked 50, I could have been 51, 52. Yeah. So that's 10 spots, which is massive. But ultimately, people only look at the order of merit. We, the pro tour order of merit is, is the absolute, um, the holy grail in a sense. Because if you're in the top, top tier in, in the pro tour order of merit, you tend to get to, um, you tend to get to all the, the, the top, events which is which is probably one of the biggest things um that any player want to do and and obviously with regards to earning cash um and all this ranking points that you get um now i'm i find myself in the grand slam of darts the europeans um registered for the match play so all of these events are now historical moments where africa is represented in this for the first time charles lasper obviously he represented south africa in the grand slam so i'll be the second player to play in that but yeah, with my form as well, I'm I'm now one of the the the, the inform favorites to to lift titles instead of just being an also ran, which is which is fantastic for for me and and hopefully the profile can can inspire more South Africans and Africans to to do the same. Well, there's no doubt you're proud of your heritage, uh, Devin, and I think it's obviously great for for those of us back home who, when I say follow your career, obviously you know darts it doesn't have a massive following from a general sports point of view. Here in South Africa, but I think uh, you know it's great to see you. You, know, you dubbed the African warrior, and, and I see you like to, to to dance onto stage to Shakira's Waka Waka, which is uh, which is obviously quite unique. I would have thought in the UK. Yeah, I mean that song is massive in the UK. You, I mean, you, 
it's the World Cup song 2010, but also just the words. I mean, it it it, it kind of it, it, it's a, there's a synergy with the words and and my character um, as it is, and then being the African Wadi. I mean, um, but it's, it's it's literally having having that unique package, and and people kind of enjoy that. And I'm, I'm so proud of my country, and and yeah, I I I love representing Africa and Mitchell's Plain and Cape Town. Um, and and so on and so forth. So it, it kind of brings it makes sure that people know when I am there, I'm playing for Africa. And if you look at my shirt design, it's very um, African in a sense, with the prints and the big African map on my head with a, with a thumbprint, kind of there. It's 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 all Africa and and with a jive as well. I mean, I, I wish I could do the Jer- Jerusalem kind of challenge <laughs> on the walk on, but I think uh, it will take away from from the tournament feel. But yeah, it's 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 just. I think I think me leaving uh, and and doing this and and being kind of almost a trailblazer, it's given me a lot more motivation and and I know that the reason why I'm doing so well or the push is there is because I know I'm doing it for the for my for my country and my continent. So yeah, I, I always tend to to have the the, the roots around deep there. And what's been the reaction from back home? I saw a fantastic uh, piece of video. It looked like it must have been from your family household in Mitchell's plane. Just, just family members going berserk when you landed that winning dart. Yeah, it's 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 always great. I mean, the reception, my parents, friends, family, everybody always when the, when the games are on and I'm competing, they're always around, um, always watching in in groups. Um, and and I have a close close relationship with with many because obviously, being being Devin Peterson playing in the local leagues, it's almost like you have this. It's um, like almost like a, a friend that is now competing on a level. So somebody that you, that you aspire to be like in a sense or better in a sense. So yeah, it's 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 great to see that and seeing videos like that and like the, the World Cup when we finish the, the winning dart. Um, in the, those kids will be joining the JDC Corporation as well or the Devon Peterson Academy. Um, and and just seeing their reaction gives you even more power to want to perform better and and because you know that. In the long run, it will it will help kids become to see their dream. Because dark players, is, I mean, ultimately, when I was growing up, there was never a opportunity for you to come professional, become professional, like the opportunity that is now um, get, given to these kids. So I'll try and, and my utmost to kind of make sure that they get through there and yeah, and, and make my family and friends proud continuously. So come on now, Devin. There's no doubt that uh, to the general sports fan who, who's not a darts aficionado, uh, the perception of, of of a darts player as a pro. I mean, the, you know, the, you you're constantly battling this perceptions of it being for for boozy, fat, overweight men in pubs. Tell us what tell us what actually goes into being a professional darts player, and give us a sense of your your training regime. I'm quite you know I'm quite intrigued as to how you go about your business of preparing and, and maintaining a, you know a, a pro regime. I think I think that that stigma has always been it's it's because that's what we obviously received in the beginning from um, like international TV and so on and so forth. But I think now if you look at the rankings, I mean, most of the players in the top tier is, is below 40. And you look at the players there as well. Everybody's fit because we're playing longer, longer seasons. It's it's more compact. Um, there's always like tournaments going on. Uh, yeah, the the booze are, are getting less. People are more looking at their health options, uh, vitamins and 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 kind of protein shakes and visiting the gym. But yeah, on a daily for me, I mean, I, I got three sessions. I, I plan three sessions every day, and it can go from anything between three hours to four and a half hours a day, um, and that's split up in three sessions. And then 
yeah, focusing on different things like different techniques, um, things that maybe you made a mistake in the past, um, and you try and focus on that. Um, yeah, and then then obviously uh, after the sessions, I go to gym, um, kind of try and keep fit. I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of a, a daily a daily chore in, in the sense that 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 continuously keeps you there because because we're competing almost virtually every week now. It's it's literally you coming back home, finding your feet a bit, and then yeah, flying out again, and then staying away for a week and a bit, and then coming home again for a few days. So there's there's loads of away time from the family, but um, and a lot of the times you're sacrificing on the practice board or, or competing at a tournament. So that's basically now the the the, the kind of regime if you must call it that that uh, most pro 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 players um uh use now so you're into sort of the top 40 in, in the world rankings devon and you're getting into more sort of top ranked events w- what for you is the ultimate goal from here um my first my first goal before the world is hopefully to reach the top 32 uh which is in grasp uh in in very close reach um i just need to perform um at a level um that i know i can um, and then, obviously, my my goals always when I go into tournaments, I want to win them. So competing for that, but my ultimate goal is to be the world champ. I want to be the first African world champ and and have that, especially with the with the current climate and the situation and and just how the world is kind of shifting in a sense. I think it's time for an African champion and and like Sia Kulisi and and many others um, in our sport, like you had um, that Bindo also winning. Um, and, and so on and so forth. So you look at these players or these people or professionals making these these inroads and allowing our our communities to celebrate. And then I know I've seen this happen so many times where communities celebrate and it changes the shift and the mind of, of many of the young players coming through. So they become more professional. They become more um, dedicated to the sport and wanting to achieve more because they see it so Hopefully, I can be that role model and kick open the door. And, and I think that being a world champ and, and increasing that profile will allow for many others to, to see their dreams come true. The African warrior certainly living his dream and putting South African darts on the map. Are you good things?